people of Christian City, people of every everywhere around the world, this is David Christopher Pacheco. Hi, my name is Kimmy. My name is Arthur Ortiz. Been in Denver since 1973. Okay, so let's just talk in circles for a little bit. <laughs> just talk in circles. Yeah. Just shoot the breeze a little yeah. bit. Now they see beyond what I look like. They see what my actions are and say, hey, that is a good person. A lot of people say home is home is where the heart is, but my heart's in many places. It's just I don't know where home is. Welcome back to Homeless But Human. Back with you again, I'm Blake Bruliet. Hey everyone, also back with you is Shayla Elm. And we have a three-time repeat host, Stephanie. Three-time champion. Let's go! <laughs> I think the third time Stephanie makes it a unofficial co-host. No, definitely. I love being here, so thank you. Steph, I want you to share a little bit about your Simplicity Check and basically what we have done is in the past year and a half yeah. or so, we have posted these simplicity checks on our social media. And actually it's like a very practical way to live your life more simply. And maybe just start off by simply stating what, what the challenge is and then go ahead and like read off the simplicity check that you wrote this time around. So it starts, I challenge you to love the people behind the product. On a walk the other day, I saw a lot of gum on the sidewalk, and we probably all know this. We walk, we see this black and dried gum all over the sidewalk, and I found myself starting to wonder who chewed that gum, and it was a silly thought. I almost was like, that is so weird. I've never thought about who chewed that gum, and in questions like how long it's been there, where that person is now, what their names are, yeah, where they are right now in that moment, and I even wondered if those people needed prayers. So I started to pray for who chewed that gum. <laughs> um, last spring in our Catholic social teaching class, I remember this day I was sitting at the end of class and our professor asked everyone after we were talking about the dignity of work, if we had anything that we owned that day, whether we were wearing our water bottles, our notebooks, that we either knew the person that made it by name or we made it ourselves. And I was dumbfounded. No one could answer. And I sat there after class by myself having this existential crisis of like, I need to change how I live. So I sat there realizing how so disconnected I am from the things I own. And I had never given thought to the people behind the items that I engage with on a daily basis. So that started this desire to want to answer that question as, yes, I do know who made it, whether the name or I made it myself. And I really like clothing, particularly linen. And some inspiration came to me that I wanted to learn how to sew. And I knew my mom had a sewing machine. So over the summer, I went home and printed out a sewing pattern and started to make my own shirts. <laughs> so I made two over the summer. I'm in the process of making another one. And I had many reflections from that, but the whole process has made me see the love of crafting with my own hands, and it's made me love more the person behind the item than the item itself. The whole process made me realize the eternity behind the simple things I own. So another challenge, in, in other words, would, would be to see eternity in all things, and honestly, doing this simple practice of sewing a shirt connected me with God more than any other item of clothing I had. So just like this gum on the sidewalk, the very clothing you're wearing as you hear this has an eternity hiding behind a tag. And maybe that sounds almost like too abstract or too up there, but 
truly there, there was a whole line of people that helped to make what you're wearing right now. And just wondering about those people and where there are just like that gum on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, so I challenge you to see the eternity in the things you own. And another, yeah, simple thought with that is, in the end, like these items that we have are not going to be in heaven, but the people hopefully will be. So being more attached to mm. people and not the things. Wow. Thanks, Steph. That I- is so big picture, like you said. Right. Yet behind the big picture is a person. Yeah. Right? Is a face. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at your shirt now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that one you've sewn? No, but it is a linen one by someone who inspires me. She makes her own linen clothing. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, as, even as you're looking at your shirt, you know who made it. Yeah, right. exactly. exactly. Yeah. There's so many things I learned. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And I think that's so good. How So with this, you're learning your perspective, right? Like homeless but human. I'm sure you've seen this with the homeless and your encounter with them. But how much do you think that led into this for you? I'm sure there's a reflection there. Yeah, so... Similar to the gum on the sidewalk, I think this one example of sewing and, and making clothing is one of many, like this new outlook on life of wondering and awe and seeing eternity in all things. So when I was walking the street with that gum on the sidewalk, I was also able to find like an old homeless sign. So someone was flying a sign and it had been asking for money, like panhandling. And I picked up that sign, I brought it home and I was just thinking like that is even with a play on words, like a sign of life, like these Mm, things, these things that are just left around or even buildings and churches, like literally everything are, are signs of life. And, and finding that sign from someone who had been homeless, like it just, yeah, was this realization of there are these signs of eternity everywhere, you know? Mm. And now when I find these signs, I try and pick them up (laughs) and take them home because they, they do hold something very sacred. They, they, a a human person was holding this and yeah, as a sign that they are alive and living. So it's like changed how I, I think I see these signs of life, like obviously when the person is present to me, but then also just this like evidence around the city that there are people here that are living. And it's easy with things like art, Mm -hmm. right? You're like, oh my gosh, someone painted that. Yeah. And then you see an art on a sign. You're like someone, like you said, a sign that someone painted this. But then you also think, you know, we do this street tour with our volunteers and those who come visit Christ in the city. And we bring all of these, it's actually one of the first things the missionaries do of the year. And we go around the city and just try to view the city from the place of the homeless. Like, what would it be like to be without a home, mm-hmm. right? Homeless but human in this moment. And what it ends up being is a lot of pointing out places that indicated there was a human there, right? There was someone with dignity. And then thinking bigger, like you were talking about, Stephanie, like, what were they doing here? What was their emotional state like? You know, and I think this just, it changes the way we view things. And of course, it's going to start with something. Maybe it's the homeless that made us think that or you, wherever you may be, maybe it's something else in your life. Maybe your food. Maybe you wanted to start gardening or something like that. But just realizing the hands, the faces, the souls behind that. So much of what we do when we go to the streets, right? And see that homeless person knowing that that is a human, a mother, a daughter, a son, a brother, you know, not just someone who isn't looking too good today and seems to be in the way on the street corner. Wow. That even made me think of like on the, on the other side of it too, like 
loving the person that is homeless, not just loving the homeless in a broad, in a broad sense, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that's a bad thing. That's a, it's a great thing, but like that you then take that to like a more personal level. And like, so instead of like just going out and, and giving to the homeless in this like broad general sense, you're going out and like seeking out that one person in a sense. And you're, you're loving that person behind behind their homelessness behind the gum on the sidewalk and like that it that it has to be personal that it has to be yeah unique to to that person even so even your sewing community right like having that relationship behind the item what has that done for you just like even thinking about the shirt as you put it on in the morning or as we know like the gum or going to the streets and knowing the homeless by name like they're all interconnected in some way right it's seeing the person not the product Yeah, I think echoing also what both of you have said, I think it's made me more sensitive, honestly, and I think receptive as well. Like it's this eye for noticing and for being sensitive to the people that are behind these things. Mm -hmm. And even just noticing like small movements, obviously in a person when they are face to face with you, but also noticing like, I don't know, thread on a shirt and thinking about the, Mm. the actual sewing machine behind that or noticing like, how it doesn't feel like it's windy outside, but the leaves are still moving, you know, (laughs) and just like these simple things that, Hmm. that we can notice in our life. And that keeps, I, in a sense, like growing this eye for wonder that we have both at the human person that's in front of us, but also just at the world we're living in, you know, like how vibrant the colors are, how like the fabric feels, you know, or, or the taste of my kombucha or whatever it may be, but just like, wow, the world and all created things like, yeah, there's just so much to wonder about there and and that they do point to God, you know, these beautiful, these good things. Yeah. How would you say in like kind of a pretty blatant sense, how would you say practicing this and like doing this challenge has simplified your life? It's, yeah, I think it's made me more present. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's made me a lot more connected to reality too. And even just, simple things of walking more like it was around the same time over the summer like with making this shirt realizing like yeah the simplicity that's actually very freeing as we've mentioned before and just like wanting to walk more in order to to notice things more too you know like as you see like the gum on the sidewalk or you pick up these signs that people have left or I don't know collecting change that's left around the city whatever it may be it just like it draws I think this creativity that we don't always give the space to flourish you know in this simple life that we can live whether that be making your own things baking cooking there's so many ways that we can do this but yeah yeah, and then it just makes you more connected with the reality that's around you versus like looking at your phone all day or like watching tv all of the time or, or being like engulfed in honestly like fantasy or or reality that is not in front of us you know and this like entertainment of like we're so afraid to live ourselves so we just watch other people do it you know uh like that's like something i think about all the time but like yeah like stephanie the thinker (laughs) so yeah just even even daring like i think the simple things are honestly like of making making these items whatever like i think these simple things are we are so afraid to live simply you know because we think like we need to live in these big these big ways do these big risks to actually like feeling and being alive is in this reality this present moment in front of us yeah mic drop mic drop i 
I'm very curious because I think about, honestly, I think if my grandma was listening to this, she'd be like, they're just talking about sewing clothes right now. Like my grandma's a bit <laughs> big into sewing clothes, but you've like taken this simple thing and like have actually really mold over it and chewed on it. And like, it's affected you deeply because you've allowed it to. And so just like wondering for, for anyone listening, maybe they don't have a sewing machine. They're not going to be sewing clothes. What specifically coming back to the challenge, like I challenge you to love the people behind the product. Do you have any like tips, advice, practicals? What do you think, Stephanie? Cause I think you, you've thought about it a lot. So like, I'm, I'm wondering what your, what your thoughts are on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, this new movement, like we've talked about in culture of whether it be like ethical shopping or yeah, building up this sewing community, but also like baking, cooking, these things are like some ideas of many, but I think like a very general practical is just letting ourselves wonder about what we own and even just offering up these people in prayer, you know, um, of where they are and wondering like what they're doing today or like in the building that you're in, like who lived here before me or whatever. And it it just like connects us to this like human family that has extended across like so many generations. And, and we're just here right now, you know? And I think that that like is almost a practical of just drawing us closer to God and, and maybe how he wants you to live simply looks different than learning how to sew, you know, but, Mm. but that ultimately is going to, he's going to draw you deeper in this simple freedom um, in whatever way that may be. Yeah. And freedom, right? Like that's what comes from it. Mm -hmm. The freedom to be, the freedom to love, the freedom to just enjoy this life in the ways the Lord's desired us to. It made me even think about too, like for those that are really big on the trend of like shop local, definitely like support local. That was a huge thing we've seen since COVID too, especially like supporting local because businesses were, were very affected by it. I, I just think it's, that is such a practical way to like, not only yes, like maybe look at local options because you can help support the local community, but like who are the people that are creating those products and like going, going to their shops, getting to know them, like talking to them. Why do you love their products? Well, maybe you love that person that created the product. Mm -hmm. I think of like my own, my own kitchen. I have a couple of pieces of pottery that my mom made. And like, those are my favorite things in the whole kitchen because I know where they came from and I know Mm -hmm. like whose hands crafted those. And so Mm -hmm. just like even thinking about not necessarily to be attached to the product, but to Mm -hmm. like be open to the person and the meaning behind it too. Mm -hmm. That's a Mm -hmm. practical way. Mm -hmm. So I'm also curious because we want to kind of bring this back down to what we do at Christ in City, which is loving and serving the poor. And so seeing kind of like the eternity behind each of these people that are creating these products, seeing like their dignity, what does that mean for you in encounter on the streets? And like, how does this practice of this simple way of, you know, looking at, looking at the product, seeing the person behind it, how does that translate into ministry on the streets? I've thought about it in particular with giving material goods to our friends and Mm. how we particularly are there to be their friend. And that's something that's so different is we're not there just offering things for them and, and whether we made them or not, like food, whatever it is, but we're there ultimately to encounter a person, a human person, and that includes their soul that is eternal. And I think that's like changed my view or almost solidified, honestly, this view that material goods are good, but ultimately what matters most in this world is that person that is hopefully going to be in heaven one day with me. 
And, and that is the love that is in our friendship that, that I can give and receive from them and to be a good friend to them. Yeah. I've seen so often like the missionaries creating things for their friends, which I think is so cool, which might be its own podcast, but Mm -hmm. like this creation in a sense of like, they create something. This is now a part of them and that they're offering it to Mm -hmm. their homeless friend on the street. And that Mm -hmm. is like, so that's so unique and so powerful Mm -hmm. that it could even be like, Mm -hmm. for for example, the other day at lunch in the park, we had a home run derby and we made a Mm t-shirt. It was like a Hanes t-shirt that the missionaries colored on with marker. And Mm -hmm. like the winner of the, the home run derby got the Mm t-shirt. It was like, you know, Mm -hmm. eight-year-olds could have made it, but the meaning and thought behind it was like, that person knew where it came from. It came from a very loving family. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's cool. Yeah, that made me think of a friend that once made me a bracelet herself and, and gave it to me. And to this day, I still have that bracelet or the moments that people have shared with me, like art that they have painted yeah. or drawn or or poems. And just this this ability to see what these people have created themselves and honestly like the the beauty of a human person behind sharing that yeah so even in these things that our friends have given me you know like always remembering like the name of that person that gave that to me mm-hmm. and and providing the same for them right. you know yeah and, the, and like the meaning and the thought is actually what matters mm-hmm. right? right it's like not it's not <laughs> it's not the the like the t-shirt for the home run derby it yep. isn't how much that Hanes t-shirt costs. No. It's the love, the effort, right? And we, we talk about this. Which ones are our favorite gifts, right? It's those that were put with intentionality. Right. You know, and I see that in the way you're talking about those gifts from your friends. Like, it's ones that signify relationship, right? Like, what on the streets, it's the relationship. It's the relationship when we receive a piece of art from a homeless friend or just a, a friend in housing or whoever. It's... It's that understanding that they did that with like love behind it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, thank you, Stephanie. We loved having you on today. Yeah, and- Ste- Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing with us about gum <laughs> and homemade clothes <laughs> and learning how to sew and just the joy of linen that it brings you. I mean, all very simple things, but just sharing with us how much the eternity perspective because there was a person has really changed the way you view things and the person behind them. Yeah, and thanks for offering that simpler way of living to all of our listeners that are listening today. I hope hope each of you are able to take this challenge to heart and think about it, mull on it, and think about how you can put, put this into action in your own life. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Peace out. Spaghetti girl is yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Spaghetti girl. <laughs> well, God bless you all. And uh, let's make sure we're not spitting gum on the sidewalks. <laughs> Amen. Amen. See you all next week. Mother Teresa, one of our patrons, would say, if I look at the masses, I will not act. If I look at the one, I will. Because of these one-on-one encounters, because of people like you stepping out of your comfort zone, This mission is spreading. This mission is making its way into parishes, schools, seminaries, and communities nationwide. We have families making care kits for the homeless, college students coming on week-long mission trips and then going back on fire to serve the poor in their cities, seminarians in small groups across the country doing Christ in the City-style street ministry. This mission is becoming a national and worldwide endeavor And we're so happy you're here. 
For even more in-depth Christ in the City training, videos, and interviews with the homeless, we invite you to join our known and loved monthly giving community. This is one of the most impactful ways you can join us in this mission. Visit ChristInTheCity.org and make a monthly gift today to join our known and loved community and receive a special Christ in the City gift. Imagine with me for a moment if every homeless person had one friend who cared about them. What a difference that would make in the world. And what if that one friend is you? You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, podcast platforms. And do us a favor and go hit subscribe and leave us a review. God bless you.